Welcome to the Focus on Why podcast. I'm Amy Rowlandson and I ask my guests one simple question, why? Focusing on the importance of why, I share with you the relatable, uplifting and inspiring conversations I have with people from all walks of life. This podcast will encourage you to focus on your why to enable and empower you to achieve the success you desire. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why. Welcome, Bushra Mohammed, to the Focus on Why podcast. Thank you, Amy. Thank you for inviting me. It's been really uh, nice to have an invite. Oh, I'm very excited to share your journey and your why with everybody. And uh, just to explain, we're currently recording in lockdown and Bushra has got her six-year-old sitting right next to doing some colouring. So if you hear any background noise, that's because it's lockdown time, homeschooling time, and that's just the way life is. <laughs> Yes, sorry about that, but <laughs> that's how it is. Yes, you're right. So how are you entertaining yourself at the moment, Bishra? What are you up to? Oh, days are a mixture of things, really, with the homeschooling. The older two are better at occupying themselves with their structured routine. But the youngest, I feel, has has the mo- mo- most need, sorry, to um, having some structure, really. And uh, she doesn't have a huge amount of... Um, concentration to be able to stick to one thing from school so I'm letting her do her own thing with a mixture of garden and her own little arts and crafts we've got a flurry of paper, printer paper everywhere that she's made gone as well else with it of coloring and aeroplanes and uh, she's very creative I've noticed actually but no also I've got a couple of projects going on at the moment that I'm trying to focus on so it's a it's a it's been a tricky balance because I've didn't realize how much I relied on the kids being at school. Just those six hours are just golden time for me to be able to focus solely on the business and myself, be it the work or going to the gym or having meetings. And now trying to do that with making lunch and occupying the children and making sure that they're not going on the TV every hour and just trying to balance everything has been a bit of a challenge, I have to say. Yeah, but I guess it's something that everybody's sort of collectively experiencing, so yes. you're not alone. Oh, so true, so true. But then you have this mum guilt, because I'm in a group, WhatsApp group with all the other mums, and everyone's saying, are you doing this? Are you doing that? How much have you got done on this workbook? And I said, look, I'm going to be very honest. It is what it is. I, I've just really, my expectations have gone so low right now. And I'm just trying to do as much as I can. But more realistically, I've just really downgraded all my expectations on how long everything's going to take because I've got you know five things I might want to get done today but only three might get done and even that is a huge win for me quite frankly right now it reminds me of when uh, I was a, a sort of early mum and it, I was d- literally celebrate the day if I managed to get out to the post office or something. It was just like, yes, that's a win. Well, that was me yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So, no, but I think, I mean, you're mentioning her creativity coming out. So what a wonderful opportunity that is for her to be creative. So true. So true. And I just see how she's so good at occupying herself and actually managing so well better than I expected because then you just think wow she's actually really good at entertaining herself and being able to do things without me instructing her and just giving me the extra 30 minutes or so I need to be able to focus on um, the work or business decisions I need to do 
So she's been really patient, bless her, but she does miss school a lot right now. Yeah, I'm sure. So what is it you're doing currently in your business? So currently my business has evolved from when I started it. I'm doing a refurb project at the moment during lockdown, which has been a huge challenge. At the same time, I literally just a week before lockdown renewed my practicing certificate on the Law Society after a lengthy career break. And now I have got a couple of clients that I'm doing work for predominantly on on an area that I was quite passionate about and still am is the auction legal packs. Some, uh, something that I'm quite keen on spreading uh, the idea that people often ignore when they go to auction. So having had quite good reviews on doing you for other people, very briefly telling them what they should be looking out for, they had really good feedback. I thought, well, this is quite a good idea. I might as well just renew my practicing certificate and see what I can do for others and help them get better value for money possibly and just be a bit more aware when they go to auctions. So that's another kind of avenue, I would say, from part of the um, business. And um, just the other side is the investment and development side, which I'm just slowly building up after a long break from building our portfolio whilst I was at work. So why did you let it lapse, the certificate? So what happened was in 2012, I had to make this really big decision because I wasn't being fulfilled or technically happy, I think, at work. And I just thought it's not working. And I had to make a a decision whether it was to stay on at the firm I was at or just take a career break. So, you know, I had to weigh up all the pros and cons and decide, well, I no longer wanted to have the stress of the childcare nor the expense, basically. I just thought, well, I just want to focus on myself and my family at that time. And being a professional working mum, I realised it was a hard juggle. And having a work-life balance, I don't think is, is attainable all the time. You're going to have these ups and downs in all parts of your life. And I think the media just creates this amazing picture that you can have it all when I don't think it is is attainable for everybody so I just thought well actually I I got to a point in my life where I just thought well something's got to give and I need that breathing space just that mind space to be able to just focus on one thing and it was basically to give more time to my children and have more time for myself so that's what happened in 2000 mid 2012 I handed in my notice and the managing partner of the firm was really kind, respectful and said, Bushra, I respect your decision, but I regret it at the same time. And uh, and it just gave me such a good feeling because I, I knew I had made the right decision. And since then, I've never looked back because I think of all the things that I've been able to do that I wouldn't have been able to do otherwise. All the things that I've been able to take part in with the children's school. I've not missed a single school event in the last eight years. I've been to every single morning meeting, every single uh, parent show, the the afternoon charity raises, and that that would have been just too much for either one of us to do. And it just meant that well, my husband's job was a bit better, well paid than I was. And it was just generally, I just thought, well, why not? At the time, we were comfortable enough to say, well, I can take the hit and 
I'm, I was quite happy with it. And why was it important for you to be at all of those school events? The thing is, I just didn't want any regrets in the future. Those, those moments when the children are young, I'm not going to ever get them back. And I just never wanted them to be regretful or upset in 10, 20 years time to say, not going to really appreciate me being in London at a law firm and say, well, mom did really well on, on those hundred cases and files, that they're going to remember the times when mom was or wasn't there for them. And it just seemed, well, why did I have children then if I can't be for them? So that, that was, that's going to be my underlying priority in any decision that I make because it was just so prevalent that I was there for the children and not have any regrets myself and have that extra mum guilt that we all have really, be it at work or not at work. But I just didn't want to add to that. So after or during this time, were you working as well in any form at all or were you just spending time with the children? So I wasn't working in the technical sense. I was predominantly just going to manage our small portfolio at the time and just be with the children, which quite frankly was enough, to be honest with you. There were lots of people who were, who were asking, Pusha, what do you do all day? And I just thought, well, quite frankly, I've got quite a lot to do. At the time it was two children and I took the career break and then it soon very quickly became three children. And uh, running a household with three children, three lots of school runs, albeit separately, three lots of clubs, and the cooking, the cleaning, and then managing the portfolio was plenty for me, quite frankly. And I just thought, I'm enjoying my life. And I still have time to actually meet up with friends to have lunches and coffees. And I just thought it was busy enough, but there was still time in the day that I could say, actually, I've got this time to myself and I really want to enjoy just having this peaceful time with the children as well. Um, But obviously gradually it did become, I would say, a frustrating moment in my life where I maybe when the, my youngest was say three four and I just thought I don't feel intellectually challenged enough and I just thought oh gosh I really need to do something now because a my my whole lifestyle is not ch- mentally challenging I think even though I might have enough challenges with tenants and uh, my own household chores it, it wasn't just I just didn't feel I thought I had was using my potential quite frankly and I just thought I needed to do something and every time I would think of doing something or I'd phone or reach out to a couple of agencies to see if they had any part-time vacancies going on and I was actually called to a couple of interviews but lo and behold I think I would say the universe and God probably just thought no now now's not the right time because something always came up one of the children were ill or something emergency in the family came up and it didn't happen. So, um, yeah, in that sense, it, it was, where was I with this actually? <laughs> I, I, well, there's lots of things, but why is it now that you're going back to, you're having your certificate? Well, so now I think what happened was, if I wind back the clock, was in 2018, right at the beginning of 2018, my husband fell critically ill. Um, so he had a strain of MRSA, which caused him to have pneumonia. And I just thought, 
at the time I just thought, oh God, we've all got over the flu and now you've got the flu again. And, and I just thought, oh, really, Fassel, you've got the man flu, seriously, you know, man up, come on. And it was just so, it's always inconvenient when someone's ill, but you have to be empathetic at the same time. But, uh, and it just literally being a man and being so stubborn, he wouldn't go to the doctors for days. And then literally one day I said, I think you're going to the doctors today. I'm getting really fed up. It's been four or five days now and you can barely move or sleep and it was getting ridiculous. So basically he went to hospital and ended up in ICU and was in hospital for about seven weeks, seven wow. weeks. And that had the most profound effect on me because everything all the plans I had for those seven weeks and beyond just were scrapped and it's very similar to what's happening right now basically all the plans I had what we were going to do on a week-to-week -week basis it's you wake up in the morning and say oh I'm going to do this that well actually those are your plans God's just making his own plans at the same time and what happened was in those six weeks I just had to purely focus on being there for the kids and being there for him at the hospital and it was a very traumatic experience at the same time but clearly not as as bad as he was in because he was on IVs in both arms and on oxygen and the works basically and ended up having an operation as well but what it made me realize was that having one income is no longer enough because when basically things go really bad, we were quite fortunate that we still had savings and things to be able to cover us for the two months or so that he was off work. But had it been any longer, it was starting to worry me because when he did come out of hospital, we weren't sure how he was going to recover, whether he'd be able to go back full-time or part-time. And it just made, make, makes you very think that, well, okay, money is not everything, but it is the security and the freedom that it gives is actually quite prevalent because that, that is one of the things that we kind of strive for when we need to put food on the table, pay the bills, et cetera. And I just thought, well, this is not right. We can't just rely on one income because if God forbid everything, if the, any of this happened again to either one of us, it's not fair on the other part, other part person or the children. And it just happened that, well, I had been thinking for a couple of years now to do something, but just hadn't put the, the nail on the head as it was to decide, well, what is it I really want to do? And the thing is, because I, we already had a portfolio and I've always been passionate about property, being a property lawyer as well, I just thought, well, this is the right route, I think, to go down and why not let me do something and figure it out and at the same time just just as it was getting better a few months on I attended a uh, women's networking event not far from where I live and I just thought wouldn't it be good if there was a property network and I was just so blind in 2018 to the whole property networking world and I just thought this is so weird why isn't there a property one and then one of my friends said why don't you just set one up I thought, that is so bizarre okay let me just have a look if there's any other company or person doing it I mean I looked on the internet there's loads, 
clothes. And I was just like, oh my God, it's one of those things. You know, when you're not thinking of something, it's never there. But when you start thinking of it, oh my God, it's everywhere. There's actually a name for that. It's called your reticular activation system. Yeah. It's like acts as a filter, like as a yeah. bouncer, and it only allows in because otherwise you'd be overloaded with information. So it literally just allows the things in. It's the same for when you, you're thinking about buying a new car and then all you see on the road is that particular brand. So but it was always there. <laughs> or so when you're going to get pregnant, when you get pregnant, you see pregnant women <laughs> everywhere. I remember doing that. So that, that, that was the start of my journey. And... Um, just before then what happened was literally on the day of my husband's operation one of the houses got flooded the mains pipe um got frozen and flooded it was first of march 2018 i'll never forget and the tenant phoned me and there was nothing i could do and so that what happened was after i fixed all that issues i had to refurb majority of the house and I just took the opportunity to do a bit more extra things on it and it gave me a really good um, purpose as well and it was a project that I really enjoyed I enjoyed picking out the the kitchen fittings etc and I thought well why don't I do more of this because I quite enjoy it and it's something that I can fit around the children and it's something that I've got experience in so after networking and deciding well this is what I'm going to do my husband just thought I've, I've lost it what's she doing she's she's a lawyer and she's not using what she's got but now she wants to become a property investor full-time and I thought no but this is what I really want to do I, I look I love looking at how buildings are constructed and development from ground up and I've always been fascinated with it so this is and plus at the same time my husband actually built our summer house almost five, six years ago from ground up. And, it, and he did it all by himself. And I just thought that was a really interesting journey. And I'd like to do more of that, but see what I can do with it within the parameters and the skills that I've got. And just meeting so many people during 2019 made me realize I really love this. And I love networking. I love meeting everybody and listening to their journeys and understanding what kind of angle they're coming in and, and all the different strategies there are out there. And it just made me think, okay, I can do this because clearly so many other people are doing it. It's just been out there. And I'm just thinking, why didn't I do this like five years ago? I knew all this stuff and I, I had the experience already. So that's what happened. And at the same time, I was really fascinated by the auction sphere because I've been to auctions a few times. And I just thought, I, I don't know, I really love the buzz of it. I mean, the auctions are pretty dire at the moment. Maybe something similar I would explain to, um, compare to eBay. And I just, I like that rush of, are oh, you going to get it? Are you going to get it? Oh, come on, let's, the last last minute, put in the bid. So I was fortunate enough to get a couple of properties through auction and doing refurbs on them. At the same time, a lot of people were asking me for some advice on the auction legal packs they were doing. And I gave them some quick advice. I said, I think you should look at this. Oh, let me have a look at the office copies. Oh, did you see this? Oh, there is no office copy. Well, that means it's unregistered land. So make sure you check for this and this. And I said, oh, gosh, well, that's really helpful. That's actually either made me think I don't want to go down that route. And, uh, and I said, oh, 
do you do you practice do you do this full time and can you draft this and that? I said no I'm not practicing and I had to always put this disclaimer in public and say no I'm not a practicing lawyer and it just went on and on and became almost a bit of a joke really at every networking event I would say I'm a solicitor but I'm not practicing but I'm also an investor and I just thought well this is ridiculous I might as well just do it and what happened was there was another lawyer in, at one of the network events and uh, he just asked me do you want to come and work for us and I thought oh, that's quite an interesting idea I never thought of it and uh, now that actually the opportunity is there why not so I spoke to him and then another person found out and she asked well do you want to join my firm and it was like wow all these opportunities are coming out that I never actually put out there really but I just said a few things and I've actually got good feedback so in the end I went to a law firm and literally signed the agreement one week before lockdown and renewed my practicing certificate. So the fact was that I decided to renew my practicing certificate. It was only because I had good feedback and I thought I could actually give really good value to an area that I'm actually really passionate about. And I want to make sure other people are educated before they go to auctions and not make all those silly mistakes that you keep hearing that they didn't read the legal pack and they didn't realize there was this restrictive covenant and they didn't realize that they can't build a house because there was this other covenant and I just thought well I don't understand why don't people make the effort to read these things um so because of that I thought I think I can do a good service and I think I can do it at a, a good price because I'm just re-entering the field and reinventing my career that I wanted to kind of also have two two forks as such to my business by giving the legal advice as well as doing the investment so I just thought I don't want to actually just rely on one one source of income because we all know that's never a good idea now and I just felt it just felt quite good because I just thought I don't want to have that kind of qualification go to waste as well so I worked so damn hard. I was, I'll never forget all the nights and early mornings of revising for that exam and then how hard it was to then get a training contract. And the fact that I had to, I wasn't even in London with my husband when I was doing my training contract. I had to do some of it in Wales and it was just so long winded. And I just thought, well, I, I, I'd feel really guilty as such that I'd never put it to use and just kind of wanted to still put it into use, but on my terms. So I'm so grateful that I can actually put my qualification to use now again, but on my terms. I'm, I'm now a consultant solicitor. I can do as much or as little as I want. I can choose my clients. At the same time, I can do my investment projects, and I can do those as and when I want, depending obviously my sources of funding, et cetera. But it's all around how I want to do it and when I want to do it and who I want to do it with. It's, that's really important to me right now. And why is it important? It's really important because I don't want to be in a situation that I was in 2018, not knowing whether my husband would be able to work again. I'm sorry, I get really emotional. I'm not surprised. It's, it was clearly a, a very traumatic time.
I want to make sure other women are not dependent on just their one income, but also do believe in themselves that they can have it all, but on their terms. They can have their children, but also set a good role model for themselves and their children by doing what they love, what they enjoy, what their qualifications already have given them. So that was really important because I don't want to, I don't want that fear in, my, in me again, not knowing whether my husband would be able to work. And I don't, I can't stand. I can't stand that feeling of having to worry about money. I just think worrying about money is such a useless feeling. And I think property is just such a good, property is such a good avenue and strategy. But although you're working full time and you're quite proactive to build up the portfolio, there will be elements that you can take a break from it now and again and manage it according to your time frames. Hence, I just think, well, I don't want to leave it too late because I turned 40 last year and I'm actually going to turn 41 this weekend. So I just think I don't want to look back in 10 years time and wish I had done it now or earlier as I'm already thinking, but be able to say, well, I'm glad actually I've built what I have done so far and I've achieved way more than I actually thought I would when I first started. I never thought in 2019 that I actually I'd renew my certificate because I was kind of pushing away and thinking, no, I don't want to go down that route because I'd never actually thought actually I could even work as a solicitor, but on my own terms. But when actually you put it out to that universe and you really want something, it's weird how everything comes together for your for your benefit. Um, so in that sense, I was really grateful being able to do what I'm doing now. And, and it's really comforting how other people in my network have been so supportive when just a month ago, I announced to a group of 60 people, finally, I've renewed my certificate, everybody. And it was just so heartwarming when everybody clapped. That's incredible. Well done, you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and happy birthday as well for the weekend. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so I, I can't... I really think that what you've shared today will resonate with a lot of people. And I thank you for sharing your story. And I, I see that it's been very emotional. And I can hear that it's been very emotional. That, But what you've shared will... At some for some people evoke a change and and or even just to plant a thought a seed somewhere that someone might think actually I'm not financially independent and and you are probably going to be the catalyst that makes them think about that and I and that's just such a a great thing for this this is the whole point of having this podcast is to inspire to empower and to to evoke thought in others and just take sort of I don't know, just wake them up from a a slumber, if that makes sense. No, it does. It does. 
and I think you've got to start somewhere and I, I think I'm I'm really guilty of it and I just think oh everything's got to be in line and perfect in the life in my life before I do this certain thing and I think over the years I've just realized forget that just start you know I just the whole progress over perfection is is such a resounding words to say just start it and don't worry about it now and just be more prolific rather than being trying to be perfect all the time and I love that quote by the author of Winnie the Pooh when he says you are braver than you believe stronger than you seem and smarter than you think because I just remind myself that I sometimes I've just lost some confidence being in my career break possibly and then coming back and thinking I don't know enough and just thinking oh my gosh how am I going to do it all and then you just have this self-doubt but it's so important to think have some self-confidence and just believe in yourself that you can do a lot more than you think and again I thank you for that message and I thank you for coming on the podcast, Bushra. It's been incredible. I'm just so grateful for you sharing your story and and being, uh, well, showing your emotions, being vulnerable, and and because that that's what actually will warm a lot of people to to your story. The fact that you have openly shared something that's clearly, you know, very traumatizing for you, but because of the bigger message, you've been willing to share that. No, you're welcome. You're welcome. I, I really hope it helps at least somebody because it's important to me. And what message would you like to leave everybody with today? I'd like to leave a message that I don't want anyone to have any regrets in their life. Just do your best. And even though you think you, you might not have that experience, the connections or whatever it is but just get out there and I just believe networking is a huge impact in your journey and if you you're okay to share with others what you actually are are in need there'll always be somebody out there because it happened to me I never thought I'd renew my practicing certificate and I just think just get out there and actually try because there were actually people who just kind of even family and friends thought why is she becoming a property minister right now she's a qualified lawyer for god's sake and she's got three kids and now she wants to do this i just think no do what makes you happy actually because you don't want to be 70 80 and have any regrets do what makes you happy and have no regrets in life and that is one mantra i really try and live and uh, i just think that's so important, especially right now in Corona time. It's just the most nuts scenario no one could ever imagine. It's something out of you know, biblical times that you'd think it was, it's like a movie scenario, but it's now probably given people more thought, I think, more time to think, what actually is making me happy? Is it commuting for two hours to work when I can actually do this quite easily at home or do I want to spend more time at work when I want to spend more time with my children? And it's, it's probably given so many other questions to people that they probably never had time to think about. 
Thank you for listening to the Focus on Why podcast. I'm Amy Rowlandson, and if you've enjoyed this episode, please leave me a five-star Apple podcast review. Connect with me on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook, and become a member of my inspiring, uplifting, and positive Focus on Why Facebook group. I help people to focus on their why with clarity, uniting their passion with their purpose with a plan to create the life they truly desire. If you would like me to help you focus on your why, then please book a free 20-minute coaching call via candidly.com forward slash Amy Rowlandson. And if you haven't already, please sign up for the Friday Focus weekly newsletter via my website, amyrowlandson.com. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why.